Hello, Peaceful Profits Nation. Welcome to the Peaceful Profits Podcast. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen. I am joined today by Mildred Talabi. Mildred, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. It's so good to be here with you all. (laughs) Yeah, we are grateful to have you. Glad that you are a new part of the Peaceful Profits team. And Mildred has joined us and is an expert on LinkedIn, which is what we're going to talk about today. So to start off, I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about your background, how you got into LinkedIn, and then your role here with Peaceful Profits. Sure. So when I left university many, many, many years ago, I won't say exactly how long I reveal my age, but it was a while. <laughs> what I do today as a LinkedIn personal branding coach and visibility coach for women was, of course, not even on my radar because social media was not a thing back then. So I studied journalism and um, I, I trained as a journalist, worked in the media for a bit before I transitioned into um, communications and PR. Uh, but I always had a business on the side. So I side hustled my entire career. And um, it was this process of balancing the career and the business on the side where I got turned on to LinkedIn in terms of as a platform. I realized that this is a professional platform that I could just use to share things, put ideas out there. And I would I was very inconsistent with it, but I, I would see some traction, you know, over the years. And Long story short, at the beginning of 2020, I was like, you know what? I'm going to put all my eggs in this one basket called LinkedIn, and this is what I'm going to channel my business and start helping people to build their brands on here, as I've managed to do and continue to do today. So that's how I got into LinkedIn, quite by accident, never intentional, but I absolutely love what I do now. That's wonderful. So in 2020, the transition was to start to teach other people how to use LinkedIn. Yes. So I, I, up until that begin, literally the beginning of 2020, do you know how you make your new year resolutions, right? And mine was right, right. I'm going all in on LinkedIn this year, you know? So I went on a 30 day, um, I paid for a 30 day challenge, um, where it made us do posts on LinkedIn every single day for 30 days. You know, now prior to this, I was posting on LinkedIn as and when I was inspired, probably like most of us, you know, yeah. like, inspiration can be pretty unfaithful it does not come very often so it was maybe a few times a month I would be posting on LinkedIn but from that 2020 point I started posting every single day on LinkedIn for the 30-day challenge and then when the 30 days were up I didn't stop I've continued since and it's been three and a half years of daily posting on LinkedIn and it's amazing things for my brand Wow. Okay. We're going to talk a little bit more as we get along in the podcast about what you recommend, but right off the bat, just daily posting is what you do. So that's very interesting and good to, good to know. So let's talk a little bit then about, obviously you help people here at Peaceful Profits with their LinkedIn. Now I know for listeners, some of them are probably thinking is LinkedIn for me. So talk to us about what niches work best for growing a business on LinkedIn and are there niches that shouldn't use LinkedIn? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. When somebody outside decided to have a party right out here, <laughs> so <laughs> I hope the music is not too distracting, but um, so in terms of what niche should use LinkedIn, I find LinkedIn uh, straight off the bat, it can be used by pretty much all professions and all fields. 
But if you have a service business in particular, LinkedIn is really good for you. You know, if you have a business where you need, where you attract clients and you sell your services as opposed to products in particular, LinkedIn is brilliant for that because you can attract the right audience through there. LinkedIn is, the difference between LinkedIn and all the other platforms is LinkedIn was created as a professional platform. Whereas Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and all the rest of them are social platforms. So the nature is different from the get-go. So if you have a service-based business, if you're a coach, if you're a consultant, if you do anything like that, LinkedIn can potentially be a goldmine for you to find your clients. Yeah. Okay. That's really interesting. So with that difference, can you explain kind of the difference of a social platform versus a professional platform? Mm-hmm. I would say it's the mindset that people come to these mm. platforms with. So for example, um, I've been, I've been on all the, before I, I really kind of honed in on just LinkedIn as the main platform, I used to be big on Twitter and Facebook, Instagram, all of them at some point. You know, Twitter at a point was my favorite. Um, so but the 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 Facebook, for example, is a platform where and, and I know most people have this experience. I certainly did. It's a platform where you can put stuff out. You know, you can share pictures about your kids, about cats and about fishes, whatever. Right. And people will love it and celebrate. You know, you get loads of reactions. And then you share something about your business and it's like crickets, you know, yeah. nobody wants to buy anything. They want to, they're there to kind of support their friends. They're there to like, like stuff, but they're not there thinking I'm here to do business because they, most people are using Facebook in that sense in their off time, not in their work time, not during their day kind of thing. Same with Instagram. I don't know about you, but I spend, I, I watch like, funny videos on TikTok and Instagram when I'm brushing my teeth at night time. <laughs> you know, that's what I go there to do. You yeah. Know? So, but LinkedIn, it's like something that people can use during their day to their daily life, you know, during their work hours. It's something that some employers, employees have LinkedIn learning, you know, it's part of their routine. So it's the mindset of it is that people go there with a I'm here to work. I'm here to do business. I'm here to kind of, I'm in here in a professional mode as opposed to I'm here to just look at cat pictures, which means that, you know, it's if you are doing business on there, people are more receptive than they would be on some of the other platforms. That's one of the key differences I've noticed. Yeah. And that is a key difference. Thank you for pointing that out because that mindset, why people are there in the first place is going to make a really big difference to what they do once they get there. So, mm-hmm. As far as selling on LinkedIn, we were business owners and we want to use these platforms to sell. What do people need to know about selling on LinkedIn? Yes, I I really believe um, selling on LinkedIn, the old school method of cold sales is kind of gone out the window in a sense because people, we've become, you know, we've become what's the word not dehumanized what's the word when you you don't have the feelings anymore it's the d word it's escaping me desensitized right now. maybe that's the word that's the word I think <laughs> yeah. it's too much sun out here that's making me not think <laughs> <laughs> you know but we've become desensitized to all of their all the market employees all that yeah. kind of stuff so linkedin what works powerfully on linkedin is that social selling you know so this is where this is the whole thing of where you're selling via sharing useful relevant content you're kind of becoming 
part of the habit of your target audience. You're teaching them, you're educating them, you're entertaining them, you're informing them. And as you do these things through your content primarily, they come to do three things. Your audience comes to know you, like you and trust you. And when that process happens, they buy into you as a brand. And when they buy into you, it's so much easier for them to buy from you. You know, so that's what really happens. That's the magic of the type of selling that can take place over time on LinkedIn, selling through your content, selling through being helpful and useful to your audience. And then you become a trusted brand that they would go for when they have the needs that you provide the solution for. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. And talk to us a little bit about are there any special considerations when selling high ticket on LinkedIn? Mm-hmm. I, one of one of my mentors, Myron Golden, um, he talks about it's. He always says like it's it's easier to make a lot of money fast than it is to make little money slow. <laughs> you mm, know? Yeah. Yeah. So he he says that. So the whole idea of it is that if you're gonna sell something that's worth ten pounds you might as well sell something that's worth a grand, you know, because you're still going to go through the whole selling process anyway. So in terms of the high ticket kind of thing, because sometimes people say, well, I have a high ticket program, but where do I find people who are willing to pay high ticket? It's not so much about finding people who are willing to pay high ticket because people are everywhere. We buy what we want, (laughs) you know, so we pay for things that matter to us. We pay for things that are important to us that we place value on whether it's for 10 pounds or 10 grand, right? So it's a case of when it comes to selling high tickets, really about demonstrating that you are that trusted brand, that you are really, this is where building a personal brand on LinkedIn becomes powerful because now you are your unique selling point. It's no longer that you're just another coach or just another consultant who is selling a product or a service on LinkedIn. You are now this particular coach or this consultant so for example if you google um if you type in a linkedin search linkedin coach linkedin trainer linkedin whatever you'll find thousands of results but you're only going to find one Mildred Talavi, <laughs> you know yeah so there is only one me doing it this way that i do it in terms of visibility is my angle to this so when people come to me and the women that come to me is because they want to be visible and they want to do it through working with me. They don't just want to learn about LinkedIn algorithms or whatever kind of thing. So when you sell high ticket, when you build a personal brand, it's so much, it makes it easier to sell high tickets because now people are buying the experience of working with you to get a particular result rather than just trying to just buy a service off the shelf. You know, so that's how you, you sell high ticket by building a personal brand around what you do. Yeah. I love that. All of uh, there was so much good stuff in there. This idea of we buy what we we want to buy, you know, and that the quote that you gave, it's easier to make a lot of money fast. Finish that for <laughs> yeah. me. It's easier to make a yeah. lot of money fast than to make little money slowly. Yes, that's so good. That's so good. And I think sometimes clients come in and they are a little afraid of charging high prices, but the things that you just explained and the the reasons why and the reasons how they can as they differentiate themselves in the market, 
are so key and so powerful. Now, one of the keys that you gave us is you need to stand out as a personal brand. You need to have visibility is what you teach. I would love mm-hmm. to hear a little bit more about, you mentioned earlier that you're posting daily. Let's talk about the overall strategy. So let's say that I wanted to promote my business on LinkedIn and I'm just getting started. What would you recommend as an overview of the process for how to do LinkedIn? Sure, sure. This is this is what I, I wrote about in my book, Start Being Visible, which is all about how to build your personal brand on LinkedIn um, through being visible. So now in there, I talk about, I call them the four pillars of success and of LinkedIn success in the book, but I've since rebranded it to the PACE formula because it's much more catchy, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So and the, the PACE stands for, the P is for profile, A is for audience, C is for content, and E is for engagement. Now, these four things working together, all of them together, will help you build a powerful presence on LinkedIn that helps you to attract your clients. Now, the profile is having a profile that's really well-written and targeted to your audience. So that essentially, because people are, LinkedIn is a global platform. People are there 24 hours a day. While you're sleeping, people are logging on. If you have a powerful profile that really speaks to what you do with some clear call to actions on there, people can be selling themselves on you without you doing a thing you know, just based on your profile alone. Now, audience. Before we, before we go on to audience, let me interrupt you there and just ask, what do you see people messing up on in their profile? What are people missing when they do their profile? Sure. So one of the, one of the key mess ups, (laughs) you know, (laughs) that I see in profiles is when people write the profile about themselves. You know, so even if it says about section, it's not about you. It should be about how you serve your audience. So the minute your potential audience, your target audience lands on your profile page, they need to be able to see and recognize themselves based on what is there. You know, from the headline to your banner, to your feature section, to your back section, it should speak to your target audience, everything. So if you take a look at my profile at the moment, because my thing's about visible women, visible women, it's like from the top to the bottom, everything's kind of screaming at, if you want to be visible and you're a woman, come check me out, you know? So it's that whole kind of being really clear and that leads us to the audience. So being really clear about who your audience is and making sure that your profile is targeted to them is is one of the things that if you get that right, it will really help you to stand out on LinkedIn. Yeah, that's so good. Thank you for that. I think that's really key. Okay. And so what else do we need to know about our audience? So audience is is important to have that. But it's so tempting when you're in business to kind of want to serve everybody, you know, even if your business can serve everybody. What I teach on LinkedIn um, for peaceful profits, I teach that for men, for women, you know, both. But in my own business, it's for I aim for women. But that's because, again, another business coach, one of my early business coaches, she said this, it's although it's possible to serve everybody, it's not possible to market to everyone, you know? Yeah. So you have to be clear on who you are marketing to and niche down on that. So audience is important, knowing who your audience is, because that's going to help you to find them 
that's going to help you to produce content that speaks to them. And of course, that's going to help you to write your profile in a way that targets them effectively. Yeah, perfect. Okay. And then comes the C in your method, which is content. And this is a question I hear a lot. What do I post? So let's talk about that. What is this content? And how do you come up with ideas? All of the things you would tell these people who just aren't sure where to go. Sure. So when, when I, as I said at the beginning, when I started in being intentional on LinkedIn, I went on this 30-day po- content posting um, challenge. And I tell you, it was hard. It was hard to go from like just, posting every now and again when I'm when I'm inspired to post in every single day some days it's like what do I talk about you know how do I produce content and then it's like oh no nobody's commenting you know like it's yeah. tickets, you know so that kind of thing but one of the good things about commit committing to something is that when you commit to something and you do it you will get better in the process it's just like going to the gym you know, the first time you work out, you're going to feel rubbish. The first 10 times, probably, if you're anything like me, <laughs> you're yeah. going to feel rubbish, you, you know. But gradually, if you stick at it and you continue to do it, you're going to get stronger. You're going to get better. That six pack might even start showing itself, you know. So in the same way with content, when you first start out producing content, it might not be your best content. And that's OK, because in the beginning, what's important is that you develop the muscle of showing up and posting content on LinkedIn. You develop the muscle of putting content out there. Now, I know that in Peaceful Profits, the the pathway is to write a book, you know, and to use that book as, as as a selling point for your audience. So if you can write a book, you have got at least months of content for LinkedIn, Yeah, you know, from your book. So if all else fails, take little snippets from the book that you've written and work those into small posts, bite-sized pieces for your audience on LinkedIn and put a point of engagement at the end, maybe asking them questions or pulling them into the conversation somehow, you know? So that is going to work powerfully on, on LinkedIn. And that's how what I did with my book, Start Being Visible, when it came out, I used a lot of that content on LinkedIn as my, you know, cross-promoting in terms of the content of the book on there. And, it, and it's great, you know? So... If in doubt, use your book, but you have it in you. So to, to work the content, so get working on it. Perfect. Okay. I love it. As you talked about that, I was reminded of a story of a professor who divided his class. It was a ceramics class. And he asked one of them to come up with a perfect pot over the course of the semester. And he asked the other group to make as many pots as they could. And at the end of the semester, he looked and who had the better pot were the people who had made as many as possible. We get so stuck in perfection in trying to make the perfect pot or the perfect LinkedIn post that we don't do as much as we should. And what I just heard you saying is this same idea, make more pots, make more posts. As you make more, you're going to get better and better and better. And you're going to end up with a better product all along the way. And so mm-hmm. I think that's very a very powerful message that I hear you saying is just put your stuff out there. Just do yes. it. You'll get stronger. You'll get better. And you mentioned yeah. engagement, that that's one of the things in your post. Mm-hmm. What do you recommend to get engagement? And what are the calls to action that you're putting in your actual posts? 
Sure. So engagement is the last of the four pillars of LinkedIn success. So E. So engagement really is all about if you think of LinkedIn as a community, you will get so much more out of it, honestly, because it's not it's a marketing platform, but it's also a, a place with where there's people and there are many different communities on LinkedIn. So it's about finding yours and plugging into that. So engagement is this whole act of building community. So what you don't want to do is make it a one-way street where you're what I call dropping and running. You're drop and run daisy, right? So you drop your post and you run. You don't, yeah. you don't reply to anybody. You don't comment on anybody's thing. You don't want to do that. So you want to put, put your content out. You want to make time to engage with anybody who engages with you. So if somebody comments on your post, comment back. But also more than that, you take some time and I say to my clients and when I work with them that so content because uh, another question people ask about content is how often you don't have to post every day like I do but I recommend at least three days a week for visibility at a minimum three days a week minimum but engagement should be a daily thing so if you, every day you look for about five posts that you can leave meaningful comments on that's engaging so if you want to be really targeted with this, you want to look at posts that relate to your area, your field, you know, who you're serving, your audience. So I'll give you a practical example. So because my audience is um, women, so whether it's senior women in careers or women in business, so they're my prime audience. So I would, when I'm being strategic with my comments, I would go and comment on posts um, on pages like the female leader, um, the female leads. So they've got over 3 million followers and they really speak to women who want to get into leadership, who are in leadership. So commenting there gives me visibility with my target audience. You know, so when you're strategic about where you comment on LinkedIn, it really kind of opens opens that door. So you want to be doing a lot of strategic commenting and then you also want to be commenting on um, just people in your network because that builds relationship and you don't know where that relationship is going to lead over time. So this has been so good. I feel like you've given us a lot of really great strategy pieces. To finish out, I would love if you could give us a little vision piece. If you could talk to us about the results. Like we have so much strategy and I think we can get excited like, okay, yes, I'm going to go and do this. But on day five or day seven or somewhere down the line, as we start to feel like, wait a minute, this is work. Tell us why and the vision of what results we can hope to achieve on LinkedIn. Oh, yes, yes. No, I, I love that. And and to be honest, this is what has kept me going for the three and a half years I've posted on LinkedIn. Because one, it's I see LinkedIn as this is my main my main marketing place. You know, so as a business person, you need to be marketing. That's if you want to survive, you need to be marketed, right? Now you've got the choice to kind of be trying to be everywhere, trying to be on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, a bit of LinkedIn, trying to be everywhere, trying to market everywhere. Or you can look at, okay, where is my target audience? And then dedicate your time, energy, and your efforts to that, mainly to mainly that one platform as such as LinkedIn and put all your energy there. Now, what happens if you choose to do that is over time, you will honestly start to build a community on LinkedIn. You know, you will start to build a community of people who come to 
want to hear your voice, want to hear your content. And in the midst of that community, you're going to have friends, you're going to have supporters, and you're definitely going to have clients. Every bit of content that you put out today is potentially creating your future clients of tomorrow. One of the things I want you to understand about LinkedIn, if you're listening to this, is that there's a lot of people on LinkedIn, about at least 80% of people on LinkedIn are lurkers, which means that they're watching in the background. They're not commenting, they're not posting themselves, but they're watching. But they are watching you and they're engaging and, and, they, and they're doing and they're taking in what you're putting in. And then when they're ready for what you have to offer, because they've watched you for so long, you're the person that they're going to come to. But if you stop before then, you know, if you don't, if, you, if you're kind of here today, not here tomorrow type of thing, you're not going to be able to build that trust, which is crucial to building that personal brand, which opens doors for you. So I would say start, start doing it as a marketing thing, but in the process, fall in love with it, <laughs> you know? And when it becomes a part of your routine and a habit, it just because some it becomes something that you do relatively effortlessly that gets you long-term results in terms of attracting your ideal clients. So that's how it works for me. And that's what I teach my clients to do um, in terms of how they show up. And that's how it works for them. So it can work for you too. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. Definitely feeling the vision here and the inspiration. Mildred, thank you for all that you've shared today. Thank you so much. Thank I can you can talk about LinkedIn for hours. <laughs> yes, well we will have you again. We'll we'll talk again and go a little deeper on some of these concepts for sure. So, Peaceful Profits Nation, thank you for being here. If you are interested in learning even more from Mildred, book a call. She is on the inside. She does our weekly LinkedIn Q&A calls. You can book a call at peacefulprofits.com forward slash call. Thank you all for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye.